Life is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. I just almost... I was like ready to just go in there because I forgot that we say it what we do. Yeah, after. it's kind of new still. Yeah, I was just used to it and I almost spoke over you. Anyway, and then wow. the giggles. So yeah. it's so I'm that's it what looks... happened in the first few minutes, <laughs> seconds of the show. So yeah. it looks like this is working. Just oh, you know, to update our listeners, uh, I. The first day of Mercury retrograde, uh, my computer would not start. So I have a new computer now, and the software we usually use doesn't work on it. So I'm using a different software, and it appears to be working. So okay. that's all I can. That's, that's all, all you I can, can say. Do. Yeah. <laughs> well. What else can you do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've used GarageBand before for recording oh, yeah? music. It's pretty good. Oh, good. I don't yeah. know if it affects how Brett's going to produce it. But anyway, hopefully you're all listening to this without any interruption. Yeah, I hope it sounds good. It's almost like Mercury Retrograde wanted to prove you were a witch. It was like, are you really a witch? Because then, you know, then you'll be subject to the feelings of the ways of the universe. Oh, right. I mean... It does that to everybody, sort of. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I was trying to make it spin it. Magical. <laughs> spin it positively Magic. on you. <laughs> well, no, it does feel positive, though, to me. Mm-hmm. Like, to, if we're going to move into the check-in like we do. So mm-hmm. last week, so we always check in, if this is your first time listening, about the cards we drew at the end of the podcast last week and um, talk about how they relate to our week. And last week, you got the Four of Wands from that new tarot deck that you have what's what's it called the light seers oh that's the light seers tarot i was just talking to some members of the divine resonance magic program about that yesterday um which it's on sale on hay house right now i don't know if it's still i don't think it is oh sorry never mind listeners okay so you got the four of wands and i got work with crystals from the sacred self-care oracle and the four of wands was like celebration right like dancing and celebrating it's like a really happy card so yeah for me the mercury retrograde has been joyful and celebratory and expansive and like the problems and um you know technical challenges have Mm -hmm. all been part of it like the like I just I I ha- okay let me try to explain here so <laughs> so Mercury retrograde you know how it helps us to revisit lessons and learn them in a deeper way and it just like it seems so clear to me because remember we were talking about abundance and how I was like being reminded to focus on luxury uh, and and that was because I had started to go into some worry okay. and and then I was like okay I'm doing affirmations I feel comfortable I'm just letting go of the worry and then when mercury retrograde and and then I was like oh you know what we'll be fine we'll totally I mean we just we'll just kind of save money this month and then we'll totally be fine and then and then I like had to go buy a two thousand dollar computer oh my god you know what I mean but then what was so fun was that I was like I don't have to be afraid like fully deeply like it wasn't 
it wasn't like before Mercury retrograde, the, the partially learned lesson was like, okay, yeah, it'll be fine. Like it, because the numbers, <laughs> the story I tell myself about it will be fine. I was like still in the story of it. Do you know what mm. I mean? And then like when that happened with the computer and I was like, okay, I guess I have to buy a $2,000 computer right now this month. Um, it was like, hey, I can, I really can't, can I really just completely let go of mm. being afraid of that? Like completely, like it asked me to do that. And then I did. And then I felt amazing. Oh. Like it was like this whole story attached to the number in our savings that, right. you know, like right. that putting you can't a condition. Go past or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And like putting a condition on my joy and my freedom and my like that. Yeah. It, this has to be true. Like this one yes. number has to be at a certain level in order yes. for me to feel secure. Right. And then when I was and like, then the universe was like, no, here, we'll take away two thousand more dollars. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you know what? I can feel free no matter what. So right? what you mean? No matter what, like for yeah. real. And that it I mean it it was just really great. So yeah. so far well, it's that's been really good. Great. That's really good. Um I've had less of an enjoyable time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it's just bringing up for me. Well, although now I feel actually good, but in the moment I've just it's been bringing up for me more stuff about um how to behave in the world like my mother put a lot of conditions that we've talked about before your mother did with your looks uh yeah with like just art and creativity and uh style and yeah and for me it was like widespread like everything you have to be the perfect child but what does that Mm. even mean and how does that even the the way that was true changed all the time so there's no winning so anyway i revisited that lesson (laughs) But it was good because you know what? A friend of mine actually pointed out, you know what? This kind of thing, like even a year ago, would have happened in a more like crucial way to your life. And now it's just like a little thing. Oh, like do you want to tell us what the thing is? Well, no, I don't want to go into it. But like vaguely. Yeah. Well, I just did. I'm saying like about like feeling like um, I'm only acceptable if I act a certain way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So she was saying like this may have happened to you with like a crucial friendship in your life like a year ago where I was like rejected for acting a certain way or being a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. And now okay. you're you feel And like now it. it was just like a little thing that happened where that lesson came up. I still affected and still brought up all that old shit from my childhood, but then I like got went into it. I felt it. I released it and then it was just like gone. And because it wasn't a crucial figure in my life, it's like it's not coming up again. And you know what I mean? Oh. So it was like I was ready. That lesson had to be revisited, but it wasn't like, you know, so major. But did it feel liberating when you? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It did. Feel... You're like, did, was it at all liberating? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It was good. It is good. It's just. Um, you know, I feel like I still have to remind myself all the time, like, oh, go into the feeling, go into the feeling to release it. You oh, know what I mean? Like yeah. when stuff comes up instead of like, feeling oh, yeah, like feel, getting in the story, like you said, getting in the story of it. This means I'm bad. This means this about me. You right. know? And then when you instead, when I breathed into it, then it was like, oh, my little Natasha's feeling sad <laughs> because, I mean, I did a little energy healing on myself. I looked at myself like I would a client actually. And then that's when I saw the pictures about 
being feeling like I had to act a certain way to be loved. Yeah. So then once I saw that, then I was like, oh, then I loved myself and was like, oh, fuck that. I don't have to do that. Yeah. And also it really goes with the emperor year of like, I make the rules for myself. Yeah. This year, the card of the tarot card of the year is the emperor and like loving masculinity, a good form of masculinity. Yeah. Like that structure and boundaries. Yeah. Exactly. Like I make the rules about how I'm going to express myself or not express myself nobody else's i'm not going to give my seniority away to other people that's not what i want to do yeah and i don't even have to do it angrily but i mean i I was like fuck that but not like fuck that person but just like fuck that yeah (laughs) like i I do think of (laughs) put it the end Um, I, yeah, I like thinking of the emperor because I, when I think of an emperor, I do think of unapologetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unapologetic. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like real structure within your own self. Yeah, mm-hmm. boundaries. Yeah, and, and like, like the emperor, power. like not everyone's going to like the emperor. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Think Rocco, my dog is scratching. Oh, do you want to let him in? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. Spoiler alert, it was Ray Ray. Who actually is more of a crapshoot, a wild card. Oh, is card. he in here? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> He's more of a wild card because he does bark at things outside. But hopefully, I mean, again, Mercury retrograde, Pisces yeah. season, anything can happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we went over that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's talk about our Patreon for a second because we feel like we haven't been really that clear. We're just like, we have Patreon. Hey, <laughs> don't you want to do it? <laughs> You'll get meditations. But anyway, we wanted to be more clear that um, what you'll be getting is first of all, supporting us, which we appreciate and love, and also tools to lead a more magical life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with it. And as we've been doing it, it's become clearer to us what it actually is. So we can <laughs> tell you what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but like, for example, um, someone requested an, uh, Metaphysics 101 about herb magic. And then I recorded one. I made a little like 10 minute workshop on herb magic. And that was so much fun for me. And I yeah. posted the video last week. Yeah. So And Natasha has a meditation on there already. I have a meditation on there. Mm -hmm. And like, for instance, today with the energy report, it's like too complicated for me to go into like a whole thing about something, but I can record a meditation for the Patreon so that people can go further with that. I mean, I'll still give a lot of helpful hints in the energy report. Don't worry. I'm not holding back. Yeah. I know you're worried. The song isn't changing (laughs) (laughs) and the format isn't changing. (laughs) But, but yeah, but we it gives us a little freedom to offer more things on there, and like visual tools. things. Yeah, different with a different medium because it is really cool. How we can put pictures of the cards we draw and like take a picture of the part of the book, the guidebook, and mm-hmm. just various yeah, so, ways. We yeah, and yeah, so we'll be offering tools and like we will be talking about like how we use. Um, energy tools, magic tools to help our lives in a video chat, right? And answer yeah, questions. Yeah, we're going to do the Q&A. We haven't done that yet, but we are, I'm excited I about that. Too. Very yeah. excited. Yeah. So anyway, those are some of the things. And we're also like a, 
open, you know, when you join open for suggestions for like, what magical tools do you want? Like, what do you want to learn and stuff? And depending on like what level it is, we can help. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) Is that clear? Most likely. Okay, great. So just go to (laughs) Patreon and put in Magic Monday podcast. And there you have it. It's patreon.com slash magic Monday podcast. So that's our ad. In the search board. Mm-hmm. Is this our ad for today? We can do goddess provisions next week. Or are we doing both? Oh, well, we can do goddess provisions a little later on. Later on, good idea. Yeah. In okay. The pod. Later yeah. on in the pod. Okay. So now should we answer questions? Yeah. Great. <laughs> okay. For Raymond, the dog is falling asleep, so oh. everyone can relax. Um, I'm just kidding. I was just worried about him barking at a car. The one car that drives down our street every <laughs> hour. Um, okay. So Ashley asks, what is the best way to build your connection with your guides or to boost your psychic slash intuitive abilities? Um, that's kind of a big question. <laughs> that, that actually, honestly, would be a good thing to do a little Patreon um, lesson on. Or meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, I am also going to be talking about this in the energy report today, but why don't you, do you want to say first? Sure. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's just last night. This was the topic of the divine resonance magic mastermind group. So that's a splinter group of my good vibe tribe online school of magical arts. It's the practitioner group. And we, um, once a month have a mastermind meeting on zoom. So we hang out and talk about a certain topic. It's really fun because we get to learn from everybody. And last night, this was the topic, uh, spirit guides and guardian angels. Oh, how funny. Well, that's, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. That was just what I was guided to have the mastermind about. But anyway, so guides, spirit guides, I honestly, it's uh, a meditation without intention is Mm. the best way. So relax, breathe. You can maybe play, you know, what really helps me when I want to do like shamanic or vision journeys during my meditation is Anugama. It's, he's an artist. Do you ever listen to Anugama? Mm -mm. A a new age uh, musician. And he has an album called Shamanic Dream and another one called Shamanic Dream two (laughs) and they (laughs) he has a lot but those are the two that are so good for me for they just really help me visualize and I have met like I met I mean years decades ago I met my um animal totem spirit guide uh while I was listening to uh shamanic dream so uh, like doing a meditation where you take a journey so, for example, like when I met my spirit, my animal spirit guide, I did a the crystal cave meditation where you visualize walking up a mountain and then walking into a cave and seeing all these different colored rainbow crystals. You go through different phases, like it starts with red and goes through to purple, and then you come out onto a cliff and then you're like present there and there like if you have set the intention to meet a guide there you will meet a guide Mm. and that is where I met my animal spirit guide so but that's the same kind of it doesn't have to be that exact thing but that would be my biggest recommendation is some kind of a journey like an inner journey where before you take it 
you set that intention that I want to meet a guide and you could even set an intention like I want to meet a guide who's going to help me feel empowered who's going to help me step into my Mm. magic is you know I like that yeah I mean that is great I've done different um meditations like the Merkaba one that you told me about oh yeah a long yeah. time ago that was yeah. the most intense one Super I've intense. ever had because that was like that it's extremely complicated yeah. <laughs> I mean it's not gonna get any more complicated than this but this book <laughs> that we will link in the show notes um tells you how to do it and I actually was thinking of recording it so that I could Ooh. listen to it oh yeah um I Maybe we could share, yeah, I always have to be... refer to notes. Like even exactly. when I was doing it every day yes. for a while, I still would open my eyes to look at notes yeah. to remember because it it's hard to explain, but it has a lot to do with geometrical shapes yes. and numbers. Yeah, picturing so, tetrahedrons and mm-hmm. meta, I don't even know And what. like then setting the intention that they spin one way and then mm-hmm. they spin the other way, but they spin yeah. at like a certain ratio of like numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very, yeah, I really, I keep meaning to do that so that I can just listen to it instead you know of what? opening my eyes every two minutes. That's a good idea. I know there is one on YouTube, but for whatever reason it's I didn't. Though. Yeah. I, you know, now that we're talking about this, this would be a good time for me to start doing that meditation again because it's like such a transformational meditation it helps you spin off old challenges and just really raises your vibration so if you're wanting to really step into a different just like level of consciousness well in this particular one one day i i think that part of it is you do meet a bunch of high level ascended masters right or guides or something i mean i don't think that i really did that consciously but i know i was oh. tapping into something definitely I, tapping into something buzzy yeah well there was there is a part of it where it's like and then you go and you meet these oh maybe i did master and the one that time i like had this huge connection like these guides or spirit masters or guides put these huge crystals in my hands oh yeah i think you've mentioned this before yeah and they're still there like i still feel them anytime i can feel them at any time wow i mean it's and something happened with my heart like it opened and healed my heart i mean it was extremely (laughs) amazing but it was after like i had done it like a bunch like i want to say 20 times like Mm. to the point where i was able to not have to check in with that thing so much i wonder if i give him credit and i just record it we could Mm -hmm. somehow send it to like our newsletter or something but um it would be it's like yeah so that is that i agree with you that is definitely one way i'm gonna say another way um i'll just save it for the energy report um and then another thing is well, I will, I do want to, I always want to give this little um, caveat of if you're, whenever you're calling in guides, always call in your highest possible guides only. And you can always call in Archangel Michael to protect you so that only your highest possible guides will come in because there <laughs> are a lot of, you know, just kind of like people, there's guides floating around who are interested in what people are doing when they're going to other levels of consciousness and I'm not saying you should be scared. Definitely don't be scared. No. 
Never be <laughs> never be scared. Never but panic. No, never. And especially if you have Archangel Michael with you, he's not going to let anything happen. Or let any guides that are just like, I, I don't know how to put it, just annoying. You know, don't want to, <laughs> aren't up for your best interest. <laughs> Irritating. Yeah. But I mean, I do know <laughs> there are guides who come in, like, especially the people who do a lot of, um, who are addicted to drugs or like oh, at a right, bad place. Like right. guides do come into their space, like yeah. occupy it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like free zone, like because mm-hmm. they leave their body. And it's like, what's that? What's going on there? So that's why I just it they and you know, as long as you're not giving permission for anything that you don't want to come in, then it won't. You yeah, have so, to give permission. You have authority over your life. So you could like set the intention to clear yeah. your energy field and surround it in golden white light, in which only love remains, through which only love may enter. And you just set that intention, yeah, and exactly then you're good. That easy. You can yeah. even imagine a switch and just turn it off. Your permission is off for anything other than your highest guides to come around. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and yeah, so meditation is great. Even just imagining, there's so many ways you can do it. There's so many great meditations out there. And I like to imagine sometimes a bridge from my heart to my highest possible guides and then just like going to a little place and meeting them in a little circle Mm. um (laughs) um and also you could write to them or just say like um you know free write i forget what that's called there's a stream of consciousness no like it's specific to um which stuff Oh, like, like channeled writing, but yeah, that's the word. There's yeah, another it word for it. starts with a C, I think. But anyway, I'm sure people are saying it. Um, anyway, you can do it that way, just saying like, okay, I'd like to talk to my to my highest possible guides, and then just like automatic writing. Oh, there's Is it automatic writing. Oh, that's not that's not it. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, me. I'll look it up later. Um, but um, and then just like write. I do that a lot, actually. When I talk to my guides, I'm just like, okay, I want to talk to you. I need your help. What do I do about this? And then they're just like, it just comes out. Um, And as far as developing your intuition in general, I I hate to say it, but meditation, I really think, Mm -hmm. is the best way to do it. Because you need to be in a more relaxed state than you are just in your thinking mind so you need to be able to know how to switch out of your thinking mind and into a more um neutral like um less connected to the ego kind of more connected to your higher self it's like a different level of consciousness but going out in nature also and Mm -hmm, taking mm -hmm. baths like any way that Mm -hmm. you can relax and feel connected and come into your body can also help totally yeah the more you're in your body silencing your mind um and you can practice things like what do i think about this you know if you have a question just get quiet and then just ask the question and see what you feel see what you hear but um after you even just try meditating five minutes a day and then see like about connecting to your intuition um Everyone has access to their intuition. It's really doubt that gets in the way of you thinking that you do. So meditating helps to release some of that doubt. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. And I would also say that um, the magical hygiene practice of you could call on Archangel Michael or just clear and shield. Mm -hmm. That to me is so um, important for my intuition, especially 
when I'm consciously wanting to access it, like how can I heal or how can, Mm. if I'm working with someone else um, intuitively, because I feel like that's that intention to be connected to whatever is for everyone's highest and truest good. And so it's just, it's like adds this, it it opens up the channel for me, but it also adds this built-in protection where it's like, I can't hear or see anything that isn't in alignment Mm -hmm. with your highest good. So like if someone is like wanting some information that isn't something that they should be knowing, I won't hear it or I won't be able to, you know what I mean? Like I'll just be connected to what will best serve them. Not like, yeah. Yeah. When I do readings, I always say what comes up is what's supposed to come up. Any answers or whatever. So it's supposed to come up. And you're making me realize another thing when I'm like doing readings or talking to my guides, I ask the question and then I let go. Yeah. And I I have complete faith. And I think that's where meditation and and actually just doing it regularly um, gives you more confidence about that because you keep being right or you keep you know getting hits where it feels like oh whoa I felt that in my body yeah and I think also that it it disconnects you from your ego so because that can I think interfere too when you feel like oh I should know this in this Mm, way and then you feel pressure and then it's not then you're not in your intuition but when it's like maybe I'll know maybe I won't like I'm just gonna listen to whatever comes through whether or not it's what I expect or someone else expects like and if I don't know then I just there's probably a reason for that you know like you're trusting it then then it's easier to tap in to your intuition and also again having faith like okay I'm gonna let go and I will hear what I need to hear Mm -hmm. like confidence about like whatever comes up I guess that's kind of what you're saying is what I need to hear yeah okay I hope that was helpful the next question is from Kirsten she says or maybe Kirsten I don't know um I would love it if you could talk about what an earth vortex is the reason I ask is that I think I found one where my old cabin is we had it torn down last year and when you move into the space where it once was you can feel a shift and everything gets quiet do you think it is a vortex or something else um, and she said it's, she's tried to look this up, but it's hard to find. Most sites only talk about Sedona and other earth wonders. Oh. Well, Asheville is supposedly on an earth vortex. Oh, yeah, it totally is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are there is so much. There's mica and garnet and quartz and kyanite in the mountains. Oh. Like we see mica. Is that common to see mica everywhere? Like, I don't know. Well, um, I feel like this is the only place I've seen it, but um, how would you explain it? I, I have a hard time explaining these, but it's basically like a grid, right, in the earth made up of crystals, and it's like in a lay pattern, I think. Um, You know what's funny is I feel like this is one of those new age terms that I just always, I'm like, oh yeah, vortex, <laughs> and I don't know if I ever really thought, like, what exactly is oh, vortex, okay. but then... I mean, but I'll even use it like, oh, that's a vortex. And so, but if I'm like really going to try to analyze what my personal concept of it is, it is like um, a place where a specific kind of sacred energy gathers. I mean, but it could be, I I feel like there have been, I have experienced um, like a a sad vortex in addition Mm -hmm. to like an empowering vortex. And the, the reason I'm saying that is, where I'm from in California in the Central Valley, there's a hot springs that's like 40 minutes from where I grew up. And um, it's so 
interesting and so powerful and it Mm. really feels like a vortex and it's a nourishing beautiful vortex and there's also like this sadness there because Mm. I mean my sense was that it was pretty recent that the Native American population that lived I mean Mm. by the earth standards it was just yesterday that they were there and now almost all of them are gone it's Mm. one of those tribes that there are very few few survivors of any kind and so that to me there was like that vortex I actually lived at that hot springs for a short while oh, for wow. some months and it's like off it's literally off the grid and it was so deep and beautiful and otherworldly and also had this just like deep sadness too mm-hmm. but I feel like maybe the sadness was connected to the vortex it it definitely was a spiritual place because people would go there and Native Americans would go there for healing to the water mm-hmm. um and I, I mean, I feel like I can sense that there mm-hmm. is like a spiral there. There's like a, a center of that mm-hmm. energy in that space that is anchored in some way into the earth. I don't know if I could say scientifically or even just like conceptually of how, but I can sense it energetically like that. It in it, I do think of it like a spiral or a um, like a kind of earth. I don't know, whirlpool kind mm-hmm. of energy. Does that, mm-hmm. yeah, that well, how that's you think what of a them? Text looks like. I think. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why. But it, I, but it's called if that. you're, <laughs> what? Maybe that's why it's called that. It's like yeah. t- describing that kind of like swirling yeah. presence yeah. kind yes. of. Yes. Uh, supposedly, in, in terms of Asheville and Mount Shasta and Sedona, it's, it is actually formed from the way the crystals. Definitely here, I know that's true. Of the way the crystals are formed in the mountain and like how they're laid out. It's like the shape of the earth that lends itself to that. Yeah, and then ancient people were able to recognize that. And probably that's why at that hot springs, it was whatever is going on like in the earth Mm -hmm. that is causing those healing waters to flow up. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and it's funny, when we first moved here, we were like, what? Like, we would drive 20 minutes and it felt like we had been in the car an hour. And mm. for the longest time until we got used to it. And now it doesn't feel that way anymore. But we were always like, why does it feel like we've been driving for so long? It's only been 10 minutes. And I think that might have something to do with the vortex. Oh, yeah. You know, when I lived at the Grand Canyon, I lived on the edge of the Grand Canyon for a little while. I don't know if I ever mentioned that to you. But mm-hmm. it, it had that weird time thing where you couldn't yeah. tell. Like, time was not normal there. Like, yeah. You, it just yeah. didn't seem the same when you thought of a week. Like, oh, that was a week ago. It just and it seemed like, oh, it could have been five weeks ago, but it also could have been yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. like, this yeah. really weird time thing and it's close to Sedona the Grand Canyon is and it's that same like there is a similar kind of really high vibration there Mm -hmm. I also think like people come here and sometimes maybe this is just I don't know I feel like a lot of people can't stay here like Mm. it it only allows for certain and I'm not saying like the special people but for whatever reason certain people are like oh no you're not supposed to be here you have another path and it doesn't let them stay that's interesting that is how I think Santa Cruz California is and I have heard that there were Native American tribes that had they told stories about that area like this you you pass through this area but don't stay here I don't know if that's true or not but I've heard that and it the mysteries pod is there oh, and yeah. it does have like there's some kind of weird 
vibes yeah santa cruz california i mean the earth is a living thing and we interact with it and there's crystals so as far as she's concerned um i mean it sounds really cool i don't know if that would definitely be what a vortex i don't don't know if there's vortexes in such tiny areas i would think there would be small ones in addition to bigger ones i mean that kind of makes sense to me like a point of uh kind of sacred or silent Mm -hmm energy in yeah i could see of all I sizes mean, to me it feels more like maybe well maybe maybe it is i mean who knows we're just guessing here right so maybe ask your intuition see mm-hmm. what comes up yeah. um but it could for some reason i am getting and i keep getting this with that area is it something about like actually like angels or other beings have like like blessed it or like make i don't know if consecrate is the right word so i hesitate to use it interesting but made it like a spot like a like a yeah you know like a sacred spot where they kind of come to to do some work and then that can create that a similar feeling Mm -hmm. even though it's like maybe not generated initially from the earth energy that when you're saying that that reminds me of salem uh salem massachusetts because there is i mean it's like really there's you can feel whatever happened there it's there's a definitely an energy there have you been there Mm mm-hmm yeah, sure. and and it was similar to when I went to um, the Alamo in San Antonio, Texas. Mm. I feel like there's something about like these sites where there has been this tragedy um, oh, yeah. that people still honor it, and that like people will go visit both of those places, go visit, and then honor the people who transitioned there. And there was like so much emotion connected with it, and that can create like a. Um, I, I, I kind of see how that could be like a, a similar to a vortex type of energy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you can ask yourself. And also, I really did get that pretty strongly. That yeah. Interesting that they were, you feel like that the angels. There's, or maybe it, not necessarily. Or someone angels, called them in. But like ascended masters or, yeah, like they were called. I'm not exactly sure. I'd have to really go in a reading space to know what that is. But my instinct is it. I'm seeing like a panel, a, a panel of light, like mm. coming down, and I keep wanting to say, con- wanting to say, consecrate. And I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah, that little space. So it's like, uh, like it would probably be an amazing place to meditate. Oh. I mean, really, talk about connecting with your guides. That would be a really great place. Um. Okay. Well, we do have a question also on the. Um, regular the, page. Should we answer the email? That? Mm-hmm. The email is what I meant. Yeah. Do you have that handy? Oh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Um. You know what? I'll let's answer this real quick, and then if we can get to that one, we will, or we can get to it next week. Okay. Because I'm not there right the second. Okay. Okay. So Rachel asked, um, "Have you heard of the Grombre as a movement? It involves women of all ages growing out their gray or white hair as a way to accept their aging selves. I was wondering if you all might talk about what you think of it and if you would consider doing it. Also, do you feel like the archetype of the crone is empowering or scary? I'm a natural redhead who's going white and not dyeing my hair has made me love myself more. It was an unexpected outcome. Um, I'll just say, first of all, the archetype of the crone 
Um, I really have, I really like it right now because, um, I posted this on my Instagram. I can't remember what the exact ex phrase was, but Jessica Landa, you, you know, that, um, astrologer. Mm, that sounds familiar. Um, I was listening to her on a podcast and she said something about, oh, witches get to be old ass bitches. <laughs> oh. So like, meaning like you get like, you have so much power in your knowledge and your magic and your, all your tools and like, um, it, how you look doesn't matter because there's uh, so yeah. much power in who you are and you're able to, um, use it and like be respected for the power yeah. instead of like how you look, which is, there's so much focus on that. Yeah. In our society. Um, so I really find it empowering that, what about you? Yeah, I love the crone archetype, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then you feel <laughs> about your, you, uh, you do have gray hair and you feel this is a very blah answer, but I thought it was interesting that you found it so blah. So why don't you tell everybody <laughs> <I> was, about <laughs> it? <laughs> well, I was just telling Natasha that I am pretty gray like very very especially in the front I'm pretty like totally wow. white in the front you can see because for a whole year after I turned 40, oh, after you turned 40 from 40 to 41 I let my hair grow and didn't dye it and, and as soon as I turned 41 for whatever reason I wanted to dye it again but well actually I know the reason Let's and the it. reason is I looked at my hair with a mirror like the back of my hair and it was and it was my mom's head I was oh, like that's shit. my mom my mom oh, is wow. here, oh, and I didn't, wow. I didn't like it. So oh, that, yeah. I went out and got some dye after that. But, <laughs> 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 um, I, but I mean, the having the gray, it, the, the sparkly gray, it was kind of fun. I mean, you it can was? see it in some of my videos, yeah, um, still, that I made when I, my hair was gray. Um, yeah, I thought it was neat. I thought it was pretty, and um, it was that moment when I looked like my mom. And then also, I don't know, it, it, I did really like when after that year of trying it, when I dyed my hair dark again, I liked it. I don't know. I just, I think maybe I'll be ready at some point, but just it wasn't yet. But did you feel it aged you, or like, did you feel you didn't feel that at all? I mean, I don't remember feeling that. I remember mm. once I dyed it again, like it was fun. Uh -huh. But it wasn't like I was like, oh, yay, my young self is back. It oh, wasn't like okay. that. It was more like, I mean, I was glad that it didn't. Because my mom has never dyed her hair. She's just so in it. So my hair color, her hair is way thicker than mine. But my hair color is basically the same as mm. hers. And did Ted have any reaction to it? No, he, I think he thought it was really neat. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, Ted, a really cool thing about Ted is ever since I've known him, which has been since he's twenty eight um he's always like thought that older women are attractive oh. like he'll always be like oh that you know she's so beautiful and oh, it, it, it's wow. like he doesn't have any judgment on That's age nice. yeah um well i weirdly don't really have any gray i have like a couple gray hairs so i don't know why what's so happening you're so youthful in general i don't know uh my daughter saw a picture of me from two years ago, and she's like, you look so young. And I was oh. like, oh, why do I care that this is? It's like, what are you talking about? Oh. I got caught up in that for a minute. 
And I think it actually what she was responding to was I was a lot thinner. And I really think that's all like it was all in my face. Um, like the weight was in my face. I really think because it was two years ago. I don't think I looked yeah. so much younger than two yeah. years ago. I'm sure. Um, but anyway, I do. I mean, I'll just admit I have hangups about. I mean, I <laughs> talk about like my mother issues like that is a big one that I have to unravel because she was so focused on my face in particular Mm. so yeah like really really focused um and so I don't I don't I feel well first of all I want to dye it anyway because it's so dark right now and I don't like my own hair that dark but um I feel like, I don't know, my mom had gray hair, and I really feel like she looked brighter without it. So I do, do, like, when I see women with gray hair, like, beautiful, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, I think they look beautiful. I know. I admire it so much. mm -hmm. But with me, I don't know. I mean, I definitely have... It's not not an empowering... But I don't have it yet, so I can't really say uh, yeah so maybe you were right this was not worth talking about <laughs> <laughs> I hope we didn't in terms bore you of, yeah no I don't <laughs> think it's boring I mean I think it's a real struggle like women like men aren't don't have to dye their hair you know like have to you know what I mean like there's no pressure from society so I do think it's like it is a lot like body issues yeah, I mean, I will say, what you're saying, it's funny because last time when you said that, I was talking about my dad and brother, but then I'm thinking of Ted because <laughs> he's in the music business. So he yeah. writes with a lot of young, I mean, he'll co-write with 20-year-olds, 18-year-olds, you know, and so he does feel pressure to look young. I feel uh, like he does more more than I do even. That's interesting. No, I totally mm-hmm. get that because it's like, yeah. And actually, there's someone we used to improvise with that was, um, he people used to call him well no i don't <laughs> nobody is listening to, from that world maybe but anyway people would call him the silver fox and because he had silver hair and that's often a lot of people will call men silver foxes you hardly ever hear that about women so i think there is a double standard but now that he's on television that gray hair is gone so oh, he dyes his hair so there is pressure from all sides to look like it and and gray is a big signifier of being quote-unquote old it's like you know you're old if you have gray hair that's what people associate with and we as a society don't value old people so i do think in an ideal world i would just embrace it when it comes that would be the great thing to do Mm -hmm. stay tuned still hypothetical (laughs) for you for me it's reality (laughs) <laughs> but you don't care. It's not about aging. I don't really actually. Just, yeah. yeah I don't know. I might go back to it because it is really annoying to have to dye my hair so often. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, now let's just quickly talk about Goddess Provisions. It's oh, okay. a box, a subscription box that we absolutely love. It's, um, in my opinion, amazing. <laughs> it's my, in my opinion also. Yeah. It comes with five to six full-sized items like a crystal candles face um, oil mm-hmm. yeah. the, um um what am i trying to say like oh little bags with cute designs on them journals a you chime. name it really cool stuff i yeah. mean yeah a chime come on 
just realized that. Okay. Anyway, there there, uh, there was a little um, yeah, we not a chime, but uh, an orn kind of like an ornament to hang with the, the air triangle symbol. bell. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I know. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that too. So if and they are vegan, cruelty free. They plant a tree for every box that sells. And if you go to our website and click on the Goddess Provisions link, we get a little something, something for it. And we really appreciate it. We're a, they're an affiliate. Is that what you call it? Yeah, I think so. And okay. our website is magicmondaypodcast.com. That's true. That is true. All right. Well, <laughs> now it's time for the Energy Report. Okay, I hope people still like it. Uh, people love it. The I people love it. have spoken. I, I was <laughs> off key again. You know what? I have a little cold. Just the pressure's on now. I to thought keep it sounded it the same. good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe you were feeling pressure. Whew. Well, that's over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of the energy, I mean, I'm just going to say it really feels like a varsity level year here in yeah, terms of spiritual. Yeah lessons, growth. I mean, if you're not ready for it, you're really going to hit, get hit with a truck, Mack truck. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, add some amusement to your life. That would be a good thing. I'm not saying bad things are happening, but what I am saying is what isn't working is just like, oh, you can forget about it. That Mm -hmm. thing you were pretending was working, if it wasn't Mm -hmm. working, you can forget about it. Yeah, which is good news. Yeah, it is good news. It's very good news. That's why I'm saying like, I'm sure people listening to us are you know, more thinking about these kind of things, so I don't predict any Mack trucks. (laughs) But just like being aware, being conscious, thinking, what do I want in my life um, is very helpful at this time. But so what the energy report is, like I see a trend of what's happening with people that have come to me and myself. And I'm still seeing a lot of um, this need for more space inside as the um what isn't working if it's not leaving like if you're not actually allowing it to leave it's getting real crowded in there Mm. and this can feel like either like stuck energy or invalidation or you know anger or sad whatever it is you're not looking at it's really getting um stuck but the beauty is that i am seeing this like need for space where me like there is like a center of space and this feeling of encroachment whereas before it might have been just fully the encroachment you know fully the that energy the stuck energy and mm. i wouldn't have seen like your highest self your true self what you truly want and need in the middle there oh. now it's like no more tolerance oh i'm feeling myself more i'm feeling what i want a little more i know there's something in there some degree from you know some people might feel like i know there's something in there i just don't and some people may feel like i know what i want and i don't want this uh, yeah yeah okay. so um the other cool thing is you may remember like in november um there was a lot of this, like, what isn't working needs to go, but then there was a portal for self-love. So that was a simultaneous thing happening. This time, it's less <laughs> the availability for extra self-love, although we do need that. That's part of my recommendation is please practice self-compassion and be kind and gentle to yourself for sure. 
But the other thing is more um, availability of angels and ah. not just angels. Though. I keep saying angels, but like help from the other realm, like from the other side, like whatever that might be. Your guides, um, maybe even people that have passed that you talk to, um, whoever it is. It's like if they're helpful, if they're helpful and they're for your highest good, you have greater access to them. So the thing I was going to say before that was helpful um, to connect to angels is your crown chakra is where you get this information from your highest, um, from from your guides and angels. Stuff. So to imagine a cord in your, well, first you may want to put some gold light in there and just clear out anything that you don't want any, just any energy that isn't yours. From your crown chakra. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. In your crown chakra. So imagine that gold in your crown chakra. Imagine it clearing out anything you don't want. Just see that energy going. um, You know what is a new thing I'm trying out? See that energy going into a box, blow it up and let it go wherever it needs to. Mm. And then imagine a cord from in that crown chakra at the top of your head and imagine it going to source. So just like the highest possible light and then ask for your, um, for your helper, your highest information to come down that cord, all of your highest help and your highest information that you could possibly want into in that cord. And, um, and then just, be aware like throughout the day after that if you get like aha moments or um and you can uh, you know like just information suddenly about knowing something that you maybe didn't know before but that's a good Mm. way and then you can also call in your angels the way we've talked about before or your guides or both and just say like i need some extra help that angel bible that you told me about is really nice um they have a lot of meditations in there to meet your angels Mm mm-hmm and that's the one that I was going to do for um, the Patreon people that get the information from here. I was going to do a little meditation on meeting your angels. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so that you can, because they really are around, but you have to ask for help because God, highest guides and angels only operate on free will. You know, they respect your free will, so you have to ask. Yeah, for the help but they're really there so like you can even start talking to them on the regs like when you're in the car like Archangel Michael do you have any thoughts about this situation and then just see if you hear anything just get quiet and listen Mm -hmm. Um, or write it out if you're not in the car Um, so that's my recommendation is it's kind of I mean there's so much going on right now (laughs) energetically and I mean and again like astrologically it just matches what I'm seeing so Mm, much yeah but um so ask for help from your angels you please practice self-compassion just be as kind to yourself as you can during all of your changes and then the other thing is you can just ask all energy that's that stuck energy go down your grounding cord oh yeah which sits at the base of your spine. It's attached to the base of your spine in your first chakra. Send it out. Anything I don't want, just imagine it going down that chute like a garbage chute. Yeah. And then fill up with cosmic gold energy. 
And because then the earth energy, you can think of it like composting. Like it seems like it's toxic to you or something you don't want, but the earth just transforms it, transmutes it, it creates like it helps other things to grow and nourish. So yeah, you don't the earth's feel... energy is neutral. So it's mm -hmm. just going to recycle it mm -hmm. and send it where it needs. And also it's going to give it that loving earth energy too. It's going to yeah. recycle it in that nice earth energy. Yeah, like harmonize and calibrate it. Mm-hmm. And then you can also send some of that nice earth energy up your grounding cord too while you're at it. Why not? Yeah, you know, that's so interesting because this week in the Good Vibe Tribe, we talked about Mercury retrograde, which I always like to do because it's like I'm I'm doing like a Zoom conference call. And the last time we did this, it was this really bad. Anyway, I don't have to talk about it, but we got <laughs> Zoom crashed. But oh and God. everyone oh, right, could right. still see me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But so I did it again. I did a Mercury retrograde um, web chat and I felt like, okay, let's see what happens. It went technologically. It was, it was fine. It was fine all around. But anyway, we did work with Archangel Metatron and Archangel Sandalphon to as part of the harmonizing ritual. Mm -hmm. um, and Sandalphon is the angel I like to call on to connect my uh, grounding cord to the core of the earth and Metatron. I mean, among other things, I like to connect with Metatron to connect with the cosmic light and bring that down through the crown of my head. And Metatron to me is the angel of divine orchestration, um, mm -hmm. sacred geometry, order, harmony, balance. So mm -hmm. it felt really anchoring to work with those angels for Mercury retrograde. Totally. What about when you're traveling? Do you ever use them for that? For oh, yeah. I, well, I mean, I call on angels every day as part of my daily meditation. Mm -hmm. And I definitely see them as it's the in feng shui, the realm of heaven is um, aligned with to me that same angelic energy it's not they don't say that in feng shui but it yeah. is that same energy to me and it is um, aligned with travel it's aligned with um, connections with being in the right place at the right time just with divine orchestration in general so angelic energy to me is extremely helpful for travel okay well that's good to know because i'm going to be traveling in march and i would like their help all right so now it's your turn okay now it's time for practical magic okay so this week um this comes out on monday yesterday we had a new moon and what we have for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is a relatively new moon that is waxing in Aries. Mm. And in the Northern Hemisphere, it's early spring or we're getting close to spring. And so what I was thinking will feel really good this week, Wednesday, Thursday or Friday when the moon is in Aries, actually Wednesday or Thursday or the second <laughs> part of Tuesday. So Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday or Thursday, um, to light a candle, Aries is a fire sign, take some deep breaths, center yourself, relax. You could call on angels to go with the energy report, energy, and then tap into what 
you want to create? What do you want to call in? What feels fun? What things do you want to set in motion? Because the waxing moon is about that. And so is Aries. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. And it's like this really fun, enthusiastic, like, let's do it kind of energy. So tapping into like, what feels fun that I want to create? What conditions do I want to create? What projects do I want to create? You know, what do I just want to change? But like with this really joyful, childlike feeling. Um, And then you can write that out. It might be one thing. It might be several things. You can write that out in the present tense as if already true. And then when the moon moves into Taurus, which happens um, early Friday morning. So Friday and Saturday and Sunday until the afternoon, uh, the moon will be in Taurus. And that is a sign. That's an earth sign. And that's a sign where when you set something in motion, it is more like likely to stay and stick. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be really cool once you connect with that energy in a joyful way during Aries to actually plant seeds, like physically plant mm-hmm. seeds could be um, for your garden that you're going to transfer later, or maybe you want to plant some herbs in a pot. Um, it doesn't really matter what seeds, as long as you feel excited about nurturing them as they grow but planting the seeds with that intention in mind one or more intentions in mind that you got in touch with during the Aries moon I love it that'll be fun like especially depending what seeds you plant watching it grow yeah exactly I love that that's great that's a fun practical match thank you All right, so quickly, um, we'll just say you can find us at Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram, magicmondaypodcast.com, on, uh, you know, the internet. (laughs) 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 You can find us Magic Monday Pod on Facebook and Magic Monday Podcast Listeners is a fun little page where I often am like, does anyone have questions? And I also say other things. <laughs> and other people say other things. So how's that for specificity? Anyway, and you can find me at Highest Light Healing on Instagram and highestlighthealing.com on oh, the internet again. <laughs> we really keep, getting our presence going on the keep, internet. Keep going to the internet <laughs> and find me there. And where can we, oh, and you can sign up for my newsletter, you get a little meditation, and you can also have a session with me, um, I mean, book a session with me on there. Okay. And okay. You. And you can find me at uh, TessWhitehurst.com, on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. Oh, and we would really love it and appreciate it if you wouldn't mind, please, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Apparently, yeah, you have to sign in in order to be able to even see where to do it now. They're not even showing it, which is kind of annoying, but it really does help us um, have other people find us. So we really appreciate it. And thank you so much to everyone who already has. Many, many thanks. Oh, yeah. And are we going to mention... Oh my Our gosh! Page. We both I thought just... of it at the same time. <laughs> we did. Oh my gosh! I feel so bad. We part one of the Patreon things that says like if you we we can mention you on the podcast and then we 
And then we did it last week. So do you want to, while you're looking it up, do you want me to draw my card? Sure. Great idea. Okay. So I'm going to be drawing a card for this week for us from my Magic of Flowers Oracle. And that card is... Oh, it's neroli, which is partnership. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking of um, neroli is an orange blossom. And um, if you, you may not have ever smelled an orange blossom in person if you're not from California or Florida, but it, it smells so good. And when I drew this, it's a picture of two doves in um, a blossoming orange tree. And I'm really tuning into that scent. It's just one of those. Mm. It's like a, it's kind of jasmine It's kind of tuberosey, but it's mm. a little more Oh, my God. Those gentle. are my two favorite flowers. Oh, really? I, you just mentioned my two faves. Have yeah. you smelled an orange blossom before or a lemon, no. a citrus? Next time you're in California. Okay. You have to smell a citrus it. blossom. They're the, I mean, they're just, it's transcendent. It's so heavenly. It, it's like a heavenly realm. And that's really what I'm tapping into. So there's a sensual aspect of this partnership. It's And as we move into spring uh, in the northern hemisphere, or as you move into fall in the southern, um, it's like there's just this really sweet, open-hearted, sensual message for this mm. upcoming week. To, like and it. so it's like it's related to partnership. It feels like romantic partnership. Mm. But the i'm feeling uh intuitively like the focus is really on you your senses and your connection to mm. the divine it's like mm-hmm. letting yourself go into that sweet romantic energy whether or not you have a partner it's like and that's going to also facilitate this harmonious like, heart opening sweetness in your like romantic that. life and maybe part of that is um Ignore my dog's barking. <laughs> What's going on over there? I'm telling you, the one car oh. just drove down the... That's, now you can tell how many cars drive down our street. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mercury retrograde is really doing it to me. Oh, a car's actually coming up here. Oh, that's why it's extra. It- <laughs> I, I feel like... Okay. I'm just going to say this. So I picked the two of wands reversed from Ooh. the White Seer's Tarot. So it's interesting. It's both two, two card, you know, mm-hmm. the number two, yeah. which represents, doesn't it represent partnership yeah. in general? Yeah. And um, yeah, um, but it was reversed. So this is my instinct here is it's about a fear of making choices, a fear of maybe trusting intuition (laughs) and I'm laughing because of the dogs and um, (laughs) a fear of moving forward. So if we combine Mm -hmm. it with your card, it's about, you know what, try to let go of that fear and step into that beautiful scent and trusting in the divine, trusting in yourself and in your partnership. Right. And isn't the, can I see the picture of the two of wands? Is that the one that is, um, 
Yeah, it's like partially, like a project that's partially finished, but not quite. Mm. I think that's aligned with it too, right? Which I feel like that's part of Mercury Retrograde's wisdom. Like my thing with the prosperity consciousness is, oh yeah, you know, you got, you did some affirmations and you got halfway there, but now you have this this opportunity to go even further into it. I feel like that's often what happens in Mercury Retrograde. Here are some lessons that you could learn even more deeply and fully. Yeah, I think it's like having faith in yourself that you can finish it these projects or whatever it is you know that isn't yeah and not fighting it like I think that's when the you really make mercury retrograde into something that is intolerable is when Mm. you fight the lessons instead of like what is this like what can I learn from this how can I move through this how can I be curious about this in a way that isn't like totally resisting it yes yeah because the when you get a tarot card upside in reverse, it's often, I feel like, a resistance to the information. Yeah. So, like, doing your best to let go of that resistance. Um, And I have the name of our Patreon people oh, that, that were, were wanted to be mentioned or, like, are happy to be mentioned. Um, And they are Evelyn Tardy and Sarah Cox. Thank you so much. I mean, we really appreciate all of you so much we really do thank you so much you guys next time if you want to be mentioned on the pod we will do it at the top of the show we promise we won't forget and do it we're we're just getting used to it yeah we'll learn we'll get it down that's right all right have a wonderful week thank you so much for listening thanks have a good week But not like fuck that person, but just like fuck that.